Hello and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 456. Another one lost. I'm one of your hosts, Brun BJ Swick33, and with me is Rob, also known as Presar. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello, hello. So, round three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for those who don't know, Mark is not here right now. He, uh, we tried to pull him in. We've had audio issues on my audio issues on my side, and and computer issues on his side. So, we are here now and going to do the show. A uh, quick announcement is you can catch us live on Twitch, as most people have seen a little behind the scenes today. Uh, it is on twitch.tv slash this Xbox Life, uh, Sundays at 10 p.m. Eastern, which is when we started this uh, podcast today, <laughs> or the show today. And with everything, we've kind of fell a little behind. Um, oh, boy. Now what's going on? <laughs> What's up? Oh, there he is. We're 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 live right now. <laughs> I don't see your audio, but we are live. Or right, don't see your beautiful face yet. There he is. There he is. All right. Okay. So and and everybody, Mark, also known as Wingman Seven and Nine, and he's back, folks. Yes. For the, for the fourth time. <laughs> Thank yep. you, Microsoft. Yeah. Fourth time's the charm. So let me get get Rob readjusted here. So readjustments. Da, da, da. All right. So I already did our announcements. We're getting ready to go into what we've been playing. So Rob, why don't you go first? Well, I'm adjusting this. Sure. I've uh, been playing uh, finally the uh, new Dishonored, what, Death of the Outsider or Kill the Outsider or whatever. Oh, not the outsider. Death of the outsider. I think you're right. Death of the outsider. Yeah. So I finally got that one played. I had it basically since launch day of the title, and just so much stuff going on. I haven't uh, had a chance to play. So today, in between waiting for paints of co- uh, coats of paint to dry, I fired up the game and uh, put a couple hours in. It's uh, a lot of fun. A lot of stuff that uh, you know you, you love from Dishonored is still there. Different character, and I was kind of wondering a little bit about that stuff that people had with what the latest Halo game, where it wasn't Master Chief. Was that Five Guardians? Yeah, that's the last one. Yeah, so uh, you know we didn't have Master Chief in that, and then he, so. In the last game, you could play either as Emily or Corvo. Right. So I played as Corvo because, I mean, he's my favorite character. So I finished the game playing him. And now here, you're playing a different character. It, it was a little hard to get used to initially, but it, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, you know, you still it still suffers a little bit from the thing that you get in every game where you start off with nothing and you're so used to having all the toys right at the end of the last game. And, you know, I'm still, I'm starting over essentially with, uh, with the new character, no teleport, no, you know, taking, possessing bodies and all that stuff. So <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a treat to do this all over again, hmm. but uh great game. Love it. Love it. Love it. Let's uh, think about it. All right. Mark? Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to get back still to everything, but I played... What did I play? I played Zombie Army Trilogy. Uh, played some more. Uh, we're on the final campaign, if you will. Uh, there's like three different episodes in that game, and uh, we're on the third ones. I've been playing with Gunny Chief, and Jesus Walks a lot from... Horrible gamers, so we're kind of going through that whole campaign together. So we're on the last episode, and we're having a blast. Um, that's a really fun game. Played a lot of Infinite Mini Golf. Um, these are this is by the makers of the Pinball FX series. It's by Zen Studios. Um, I've been playing a lot of that. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, so if you like mini golf, it's a very good mini golf game. There's like a, like one of the there's a bunch of different themes so like the first one which my youngest loves it's like called giant room i think but basically you're like in this 
boy's bedroom. And so you see all the stuff that like a, you know, probably about a 10 year old boy would have in his room. And he's in all of them, all the miniature golf tracks are made out of like corrugated cardboard and different things like drones. And so you like would knock the ball into this box and then this drone lifts up and takes it over to another part of the course. And there's all these things like that a kid might have in his room or like how he might imagine building a miniature golf course. Um, and that's really cool. Then there's like a Halloween themed one, a Christmas one, and then uh, a pirate one. And then they've got another one slated to come out. It's, I think it's called Hangar 57 or something like that, which is not yet available, but it's coming. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It really is. I've been putting a lot of time into it. Um, so that's a good one. And then I've also played some Pinball FX3 as well. So that's what I've been doing this week. All right. Um, well, this week... I played more Battlefield 1. Mirage put out on our Facebook group. He's like, hey, if anybody, you know, it's, he's been away from his Xbox for a long time, so if anybody wants to go in and and play, let him know. So um, a, couple of us jump, a couple of us jumped in there, and uh, we played until he had to go to bed. Can you believe that? Makes us go out there and uh, then, you know, decides to go to bed, I guess. You know, leave us all there. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, Battlefield One also played some uh, some PUBG. So, but uh, yeah, um, I was getting ready. I wanted to play some Fortnite. So, if you guys saw my post <laughs> in Facebook, we're gonna go over this real quick because I finally got a response from them. So, I was trying to play on. PC because there were some people playing on PC I wanted to play with. And I know there's some people that play Battle Royale on, on Xbox. Maybe I have to go over there and, and, and play with you guys for, for, for until this gets figured out. But this is what I said. I said, uh, so trying to play Fortnite on PC, and it says my account could not uh, play on that platform. Uh, so I, I read through the forums and stuff, and I noticed people were saying, like, oh, you need to create a new account another Epic account and another this and another that. So it's was like, no, I'm emailing support. So this was my email to support. So support, I'm using my Epic account, uh, Epic account PC, and it says the account cannot play on this platform. I have Fortnite on the Xbox as well, but I would like to play on my PC with friends. Is there something that you need to do to allow my account to play? Question mark, because it's free for everybody. Said, I read in the forums that someone uh, said that support stated they need to create a new account. As a developer, I know you would never recommend something so stupid and that my account would not be able to play on all platforms. I mean, who would want to have two accounts? Question mark. I said, thanks, Brun. This was my response. Thanks for contacting Epic Games. Player support. Important note, we strongly recommend that players in this situation do not unlink their Xbox Live Gamer tag from their Epic Games account. Doing so would not resolve the issue and may further complicate things. The Epic account is locked to accessing Fortnite on Xbox One. In order to play Fortnite on PC, PS4, you need to create a new Epic Games account. Please do not hesitate to contact us again if there's anything else. So I haven't contacted him again. But it's funny, this is probably, let's all be honest, this is probably a automated message because I think they complete, completely skipped over the something so stupid as telling me to create another account. So I won't be playing Battle Royale on PC now because I will not create a new Epic account. I already have an Epic account. I played Paragon under that account. It... it there's no reason why an Epic account should be locked to a platform. This is idiotic development and stupidity that ranks right up there with Sony not being able to change your names and Microsoft changing your sound settings during an update. So we'll leave it at that. But I was trying to play Battle Royale on PC, but it looks like I won't be able to play Battle Royale, Roy Battle Royale on PC um, until they get their stuff figured out on their side. So I'm not going to create two Epic accounts because I'll tell you what happens. You know when they sit there and they say, oh, 50 million accounts or 50 million users are playing Battle Royale? 
which are on all platform or not Battle Royale, Fortnite, because what they say, 7 million, I think. Yes, that's because it's 7 million people playing Battle Royale on all platforms. Uh, and it's both playing Fortnite and Battle Royale. And not to mention that uh, one person who has three accounts, uh, one person may have three accounts. So it could really be 2 million people playing the game. Because they have to have all new accounts to, to play that. So, but I played PUBG and Battlefield 1. So, but that's where I'm at on that. Hopefully they get that. Yeah, well, hopefully they get it fixed. Because, I mean, that's that's just, I mean, that's just another way for, so you have to add another email account because you can't sign up under two accounts. That's just another another way to lose, you know, a security breach and lose an account. I mean, it's, it's, it's dumb. It is, is very, very stupid. (laughs) So, yeah. But, um, yeah. All right. Tell us how you really feel. Thanks. Yeah. I'm on a roll now. Today might be, today might be the, uh, rant central for, for Brun. All I can say is it's a really good thing. We weren't recording where people couldn't hear you (laughs) after the, uh, first time. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you talk about it already while I was trying? Yeah, to yeah, yeah, I already. Yeah, so, the rage okay. quit. Yeah, the rage quit. Yeah, I rage was, quit. People think I rant. That was a. That was. I couldn't even come close to what Brun did tonight. It was yeah. awesome. Well, that's why I said. I said most most people don't know this. I have what you call a temper. <laughs> I, I don't like having to waste my time on stuff. So, but uh, yeah. Oh, the other thing I, I will say this before we go into to the round table is another thing I played was was Father. I am right now like in the running for Father of the Year because my daughter, who is 10 years old, loves music, loves to sing, loves to act. I mean, she's and plays and sings and does all this stuff, wants to get into playing some instruments and stuff, which the instrument she chose is, is drums. Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's going to be pretty noisy here in, in the household. Um, but she's went in front of a board and has been deemed musically talented and, and stuff like that. I took her to her very first concert, which was her favorite band, the Foo Fighters. So we went to the Foo Fighters in Cincinnati on Friday and I had the best time watching her get so excited and and as as parents and and fathers as you guys are as well um you know what i'm talking about you know when you see it on your kid's face about how excited they get it just puts a big smile on your face that's what i got to do on friday and uh if anybody hasn't seen the foo fighters live they typically play a song and they go right into the next and they go right into the next and um they played for like an hour straight without stopping and I think Evie clapped for about 30 minutes <laughs> straight without taking a break uh, but it was it was a good time so that's the other thing I played this week is is taking my daughter to to a Foo Fighters concert so but uh all right cool. yeah it was fun it was a good time they they played for like three hours if you love if you like their music I can't recommend them enough. I've seen it. That, that was my fourth time seeing them. Um, but every time I go, it's it was like two hours, two and a half hours, three hours, three hours. Like they play, they put on a show because they have so many songs. So, um, But they also did a, uh, it was Tom Petty's birthday. So they did a, um, a uh, tribute to Tom Petty. And you can catch that on YouTube if you just look up like Foo Fighters, Tom Petty, Cincinnati, or something like that. You'll see it from October twentieth. It was a pretty cool tribute to to Tom Petty. So, who I also have got to see. It was pretty cool. But all right, uh, back to games. Back to um, the round table. We have a list of topics here. But before we get to that, Patreon.com. So if you go to thisxboxlife.com/slash/patreon, become a patron of the show. Um, or if you don't like to do like a monthly uh, thing through Patreon or just not a fan of Patreon, you can drop a tip at this xboxlife.com slash donate. And TXL is also affiliated with uh, Twitch. So right above, should be right above my head, probably right about maybe there. 
will be a sub button, which you can subscribe, follow and subscribe to the show. So, yep. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> round table. First thing, uh, I think this is Mark, right? Mark, did you do this? Did you want to let everybody fill everybody in since you're on location? Public service announcement time. Yep. So the, if you've got, um, probably any console probably runs into this problem. Um, I've traveled with my Xbox many, many times and have never really been able to get it on a hotel wireless because most hotels will require you, once you connect to the wireless, you need to it, you know launch your browser and it will automatically go to their page and usually you got to put some kind of information in or or even accept their terms and then, then you have access. And I remember Xbox, uh, Microsoft saying that they were going to resolve this issue on the Xbox and this trip I, I left today to go on the road for the week and I'm like you know what I'm going to take my Xbox with me this time because I will actually have some time to play and um, it helps with the boredom of sitting in a hotel channel surfing so I brought it and I was like as I was driving down here today I was like hmm I wonder if I'll even be able to get it on the wireless or will I just be playing offline as usual and I was thinking, I thought, you know, remember them talking about it. I thought they'd resolved it. Well, what they did was, so I plugged it in, connected to the wireless, and sure enough, couldn't get out, uh, launched Internet Explorer, and it would not bring up, like, the default hotel page. So I uh, pulled my phone out, did a quick search, and found out what they did was you got to take, like, your laptop or another device that you can connect to the hotel wireless and then accept their agreement and everything. So I did that with my work laptop. And then I got to go and look at what my MAC address is on my laptop. And you put that in, uh, you go into settings on your Xbox, go into network, go into uh, alternate MAC address. And you basically put in the MAC address of whatever device you connected to the hotel network. Um, and then you put that in and it reboots your Xbox or you have to reboot your Xbox. At that point, you need to make sure that the other device is now turned off or disconnected from the hotel network. And then when my Xbox booted back up, it automatically connected just fine because the hotel thinks it's my laptop, <laughs> so yeah. which has rights to the Internet. So it does work. Um, but then, you know, just keep in mind, um, like if I need to pull up my work laptop, I'm going to have to make sure the Xbox is turned off which is really no big deal. If I'm going to be on the laptop, I'll be working anyways. So not playing, but it did work. It is where I'm connected to Xbox Live right now. And um, I just thought I'd share that with people. I know others out there that listen to us do travel with their Xbox sometimes. So if you're not aware of that, that does work. So hope that helps. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, next thing. So a lot of people may have already heard or, or read or seen or or whatnot, but EA has shut down Visceral Games. So another one lost the title of our show is because we've lost another development studio. And I've been listening to a couple podcasts and they've making a they're making a bunch of great points. You know, Visceral finally being a, a development studio that has come up to where you know their name, Dead Space. Um, I know they made a Battlefield game that wasn't the best, but it was still fun. I mean, it wasn't the best Battlefield ever. Um, but I'm looking here to see. So their main thing was Amy. Is it Henning? I believe is who it is. Yes. It um, is. She was, you know, the writer of, of um, Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted. So, like, she left those guys and came over to EA. And with EA purchasing the 10-year agreement for the Star Wars franchise... She was making the story-based first-person game. Um, so the one thing I'm trying to look here, I'm trying to find the update or what uh, what the person said. Oh yeah, so what what uh, EA Patrick uh, Sauterland I think said is. Uh, um, our Visceral Studio has been developing an action-adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. In its current form, it was shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game. 
So let me rephrase that. Let me say that again. Our visceral studio has been developing an action-adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. In its current form, it was shaming up to be a story-based linear adventure game. So everything sounds good, right? It's perfect. <laughs> it was set out to do something, and it was currently doing it in its current form. Um, yep. Throughout the development process, we have been testing the gaming concept with players. I don't know who these players are. Uh, listening to feedback, I don't know who they're getting feedback from. Um, Stupid people. <laughs> feedback about what and how they want to play. Okay. And closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace, which this game's been under development for about four and a half years, so the marketplace has changed a lot. Um, it has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come, we needed to pivot the design, which means shut down a whole studio, which sounds pretty idiotic in my mind. So, you know, the, all the podcasts, if anybody listens to IGN or anything, they're saying basically they're like, all this summed up says uh, this wasn't a Destiny type game, so we want a Destiny type game, and it doesn't have microtransactions in it, and we can't make more money off of it. So this story-based game that they were making which was turning out to be a story-based game. Uh, we don't want them to make that story-based game. We want another Destiny, which also is surprising because they have Anthem, which is a something like Destiny. So, how would so you guys have probably heard about this too? Like, what do you guys think about what's going on? Like, I, did you guys ever get contacted? Or, or did they ever ask you like what you want or what you want to play? Because to me, a story-based game is actually kind of nice. Like, you know, I like my first-person shooters, but how many destinies do we need to have? Or just does every company have to have their destiny game? Everybody has to have their destiny. Okay. You know, that's that's what it seems to be. But to me, it sounds like this is getting canceled because they weren't able to milk it and put loot boxes in and and try to get people to just shovel money into it. So, but what's your guys' thoughts? If you have any. Silence is acceptance. <laughs> Rob? <laughs> he seems like he wants to say something. Nope, oh, he doesn't. I was, look, I was looking up some quotes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but... No, no good, no good here. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to say why these guys shut these studios down. I mean, could it be just a garbage game? You know, just something that they tried to push through. They tr kept working it, working it, and it wasn't happening. And then they decided to shutter it. No, that's you know? not it. No. I don't believe that. No, <laughs> I, I think it's because they can't milk it. And in, in my mind, I mean. Yep. But but here here's the other here's the other thing about that is is a point that you kind of just said Rob is maybe it wasn't turning out to be a good game. I have yet to play a game that I absolutely loved that after four years of development they pivoted into something else. Like that doesn't scream like triple A game of the year, you know, game to me. That just screams like trash just clumped up trash um and for games that were announced so early and we haven't heard anything but then either this happens or they try to pivot um what we've seen from microsoft side recently is they've all gotten canceled you know this game isn't canceled yet they're just pivoting so they're just they're going to try to force it into something else um and another thing is when games like, you know, things like this happen and you end up with a trashy game also reminds me of a game, like Mark would say, that shall not be named. Yeah, we can't name it. Yep. Uh, things, it keeps changing and getting delayed and getting delayed and it just, they just turn out to be crap. And so instead of pushing out this game that's been in development for four and a half years, they're going to pivot, spending another, what, three years, four years on it. So it's going to be eight years in development. I've never seen an eight-year game turn out to be good. Horizon Zero Dawn, what was that? Was that in development for seven years or something like that? Uh, but, that turned out to be a very good game. Oh, well, yeah. But I don't think they pivoted. 
in the no in the middle of it. Yeah. So, but it, it's just to me, it's doomed. It won't even come out at all in my mind. It's 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 a dead game, and and they're sending it to it, it is. Yeah, where are they sending it? Vancouver, EA Vancouver. I, I think that's right. Yeah, which you know makes games like FIFA and FIFA. <laughs> so don't forget FIFA. Yeah, and FIFA. So I don't know. I j- it's just they should have just made it and released it. You're gonna sell it for sixty bucks. You know, by the time that game was gonna come out, people were, people are already fed up with microtransactions. What you're gonna turn around and put them in there now? You know, people are tired of it. So, I mean, people already, and I heard it on a podcast, like, if I could, and this is my opinion, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong or no way, Jose, if I could get a full game, all DLC, no microtransactions, don't ask me for any more money, and and instead of it being 60 bucks, it'd be 80 bucks, I would... Spend the eighty bucks. I don't know about you guys. Like I play Battlefield. My Battlefield game cost me a hundred and twenty dollars, so I'll pay eighty bucks for everything. If games are so expensive to where they have to rely on microtransactions and and people to like spend more money into it, then up the original cost of the game. Like don't don't just get rid of it. Just just cram something in there that you know people. You release a crappy game with micro- microtransactions, you're still not going to get any microtransactions. So I don't know what their thought is on this. It's just silly. But would, would you guys be up for, for an increase in base game? I I think that's the problem. We, I think that they should up, not that I want to, but I think, yeah, they probably should up the price. Um you know, let me look. People are saying, "Oh, sixty dollars is too much," but we've been at sixty dollars for ten plus years. Yeah, right. Yep. Ever since the three hundred and sixty came out and the PS three, it went from fifty to sixty dollars. There, they had the opportunity to up it when the PS four and the Xbox One X, Xbox One came out, and people would have expected. I think we all kind of expected it to happen, yeah, and they said no. Whatever they said, no, we're not going to do that, right. and and they went this other route to try to drum up more money um, with the season passes and different things. And, you know, I get that. But what the problem I think there is, it's now perceived that the, the developers are leaving stuff out or they're rigging the game so that you have to pay more money. It's the paid uh, play, uh, pay to win, you know, um, model. And that's what people are perceiving these as. So, I think they've really put themselves in a corner where even if you said, okay, we're not, we're going to do away with season passes, but we're going to give you content, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to support the game with three or four content packs throughout the year, but we're going to put the price up to $20 or something, or even if it was 30 or whatever, I I still think people are going to be hesitant about it. Um, I I think that's a big price jump. You should have just gone to $10 and left it at that. Uh, I don't think you can really go more than that. Now, if people say, and, and here's my kind of thought on, well, it's too expensive. Depending on the game, even a even a eight-hour story-driven single-player only game, okay, you get eight hours of it for sixty dollars. That's eight hours of entertainment. I took my kids and my family to a movie the other day, so we were there for an hour and a half, and it cost us. $109. Yeah. For a 90 minute of entertainment. Yep. You yep. know, so, you know, you, you really got to, people, I think a lot of people are so, oh, it's, you know, I don't want to spend any money. It's too expensive. You know, oh, we're just going to pirate the games. Well, guess what? The, the reason that people are pirating, they're losing money. That's also driving costs up. Um, uh, I heard on a, I think it was IGN as well on my drive this today, they were talking about this. And, um, you know, it it's sad because these story driven games are going away because you you now have because games cost so much money to make that you can't sustain a studio on a sixty dollar eight hour experience anymore. People demand more. That's why they shoe in multiplayer or they shoe in other stuff trying to keep you interested. So 
unfortunately, the fact that we don't want to spend any more money, we're going to lose out on that. Everything's going to become a destiny or a games as a service, which is what right. you know sounds like Microsoft is kind of going down that path. And that's that's essentially what Destiny is. And World of Warcraft did it years ago. I'm really surprised we're not in that subscription-based model where you had to pay $10, $15 a month to play one game. Yeah. And people played it for 10 years. So how much money did that game cost them? Yeah. You know? So you really got to consider all the things like that. Um, even if we had to pay $100 a game, if it's something like Battlefield or a Mass Effect or a Destiny where you're going to get several hundred hours worth of content out of it, then it's actually really cheap. Yeah. You know, I, I, I booked 200 hours in Destiny. Okay. A game that I said I didn't even like. Right. <laughs> 200 hours i'm shocked that i played it that much um for 60 dollars i mean my gosh that you can't you can't buy that kind of entertainment anywhere else right so i, I think people should think of that yeah and, and 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 rob just mentioned dishonored you know he played dishonored and and also um what's the uh what's the game we have as our background right now um uh the other game Rob's been waiting on. The two Colossus or whatever it's called. Oh, the Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein. You know, Wolfenstein, like, you know, that's a single player game. Like, I'm afraid these single player games are gonna turn out to be where it's like, oh, we can only charge sixty bucks, we're only gonna get sixty bucks and people aren't gonna play it, and that's all we're gonna get for it. So your budget is X. And it's gonna turn out to where single player games are gonna be what the old licensed games used to be. I mean, you remember what the licensed games, like all the movie licensed games and stuff, they were all just like garbage. They were garbage because it was just like, well, sorry, we only have this much money to spend because we're only going to make this much money on it. And I'm afraid something like that's going to happen. Um, and this right here is you're, you're talking about EA and one of the biggest licenses on the face of the planet, if not the largest. I mean, Star, is there anything larger in Star Wars as far as a license? I, I wouldn't say larger than Star Wars, but Marvel well, has got to be yeah. equal to it. I mean, Marvel's huge as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're getting everything in Marvel. Too. Yeah, if you're getting anything in Marvel, then yes. But it's just like you can't, you, you, you don't think you're going to sell enough to make money on a single player Star Wars? The, the one thing Battlefront 2 that they, or on Battlefront, Battlefront that they were saying absolutely needed. So they put one in Battlefront 2. You think that story is going to satisfy people? That story is probably going to be good. Don't don't get me wrong. I hope it is good for everybody to play. But it's not going to be what this one was going to be. That that's the that's right. the thing. It, you know, this was an uncharted type game, Star Wars. And they're just like, "Oh, nope, sorry. Uh we're not going to make money on it." Like, what do you mean? You're not going to make money on well, it. Well, that's the sad thing is this I think almost feels like same with 1313. They yeah. can that one, too. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You know, all these single-player Star Wars games. I, I would love... To, I mean, I loved playing... Um, was it Force Unleashed 1 and 2? You know? Yeah. I thought those were fantastic. Um, there was, there's been a lot of Star Wars games that were campaign, single-player only, that I, I would assume have done very well. I don't have the statistics or the numbers to know for sure, but... I mean, I, ne I never heard anything bad, ne really negative, about Force Unleashed, for example, one or two. Right. And they were fun to play, and Knights of the Old Republic, gosh, people were jonesing to have something like that. I, and Uncharted is a, is a top-selling series on PlayStation, and you took their talent, the person that built that, said, put build a Star Wars game in the same vein as Uncharted? Oh my goodness. You know, how, how could this is that? So it's sad that they pulled it and now they're going to they're they've got this thing in their mind that it has to be uh, destiny, you know, um, build a different. You already got Anthem coming, which supposedly is going to be like a destiny style game. You don't need to, you know, and what's what's wrong with building a Star Wars version of destiny with a different team? This, this game started out as a, a very specific linear story that a lot of people would love to play 
you can always add more content, sell season passes, add more story player content, which is usually what people want. What, what game um, was it? Tomb Raider. Yeah. Oh, I was ticked off. Tomb Raider came out. I bought the season pass and everything that, that it was was all multiplayer stuff. There was no story based. I'm like, I want the story content. Yeah. I want to continue my campaign and they just won't do it. It's like you can still generate money for that. You know, but um, I think it was I think this was a poor move um, on their part, really. But it, it doesn't surprise me. And the, those are the suits. They're suits, man. They, they're thinking about the bottom line and the money and they, they're not considering, you know, what we all would consider. Yeah, but they asked gamers what they want. Now nah, they asked the wrong people. Yeah, they might have asked gamers, but they made a decision off a spreadsheet. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm curious. say they want to do this, but our spreadsheet shows we'll lose money, so let's not do it. And we'll just say gamers didn't want it. Yeah, it's all it's all PR spin. So. And they're all getting. I mean, and in you know, referencing back to IGN, like you're talking about people that review games and stuff, and every one of those guys are just like, "What are you doing? Like, who are you talking to? Like, are you talking to like ten year olds playing games or?" You know, because they're all they're all confused as well. That's the thing. Is like if you have your <laughs> the largest gaming website IGN, and they're all asking you what in the world are you thinking? I think you are asking the wrong gamers or the wrong people. <laughs> so yes, and, and the and, thing is, they said the market shifted. Well, you've been building this game for how long? Yeah, seven, seven, eight years. They've been well, working four on it. Four and a half years on this one. Okay, so the market didn't shift. I mean that much no. you know it's uh, uncharted 4 just came out what a year or two ago and it's a big hit i well, mean destiny uh, and overwatch uh, came uh, out yeah but assassin's creed is uh is uh coming out far cry is coming out those are m- more single player story than uh, yeah they have a multiplayer component but they're known for their story and that's why people are buying them right you know um I don't know. They could have shoehorned in some kind of multiplayer on it, but I think the problem is is because Battlefront 2 is the multiplayer. That's what everyone's going to be playing for Star Wars. So you're not going to go to a, a main, you know, um, Amy Henning's Star Wars game for the multiplayer part. Yeah. But just, you know, build a good game, you know, uh, that will keep people wanting to play it. Add more story-based content. It's not that hard. Yeah. And as I believe on most people's list for game of the year, neither one of the games that I've that I've hear people talking about as being game of the year right now are even multiplayer at all. Exactly. It's Horizon Zero Dawn and Breath of the Wild. Two single the open world, granted. Open world, right. so not linear like the other ones, but I mean single player single player games. Right. So and I mean it's it's crazy that you know, you look at that and you're like, oh, okay, they should just release. I mean, four and a half years, the thing had to be close. But the comment of the guys, what everybody's been laughing about, it's like, oh, the we set out to make an action, you know, single player driven action game, and it uh, based on our thing, it was turning out to be an action single player game. <laughs> so we're canceling it, or not canceling, we're pivoting it. So yeah, but because and the thing is, I think I think they mentioned it on on IGN too, was that. Yeah, the market shifted. Now everybody wants a battle royale game, and the thing is, is okay. So if they change this and turn it into a battle royale Star Wars game, by time they get it out, the market's going to shift, and the battle royale games won't be the the big thing. Yeah, it's not what people are going to probably want to play in the next, you know, five years because everyone's going to get burned out on them. Yep. So true. I mean that that's true. That's it's it's. Why I wanted, like I said, like most people probably already heard about it and 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 stuff, but that's why I want to talk about it because I think it's just it's just crazy. And you know, Destiny as good of uh, as good as the game is, and Destiny Two, and, and I heard this on on I think it was IGN as well, is you know we have to blame ourselves a little bit, or sorry, people who keep buying these microtransactions for nothing, for yep. or whatever. You're to blame as well, um, or we are to blame as a gaming community because we keep giving these companies money for nothing. Like, you know, Glimmer or whatever it is and in, 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 uh, Destiny for shaders and stuff like that. Like, why are you paying for that stuff? So, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's crazy because, you know, 
you know, companies are going to start patenting like ways to get around and force people to buy stuff and, and stuff like that. More to come later. Hint, hint. Um, but before we no, get to that, like Rob, do, do, that. do you need anything? Do you want to say anything more, Rob? Or on no. that or? okay. Um, yeah. So real quick, I think it was on Monday. It was like the day after we recorded last week. Uh, Xbox One dashboard is out for all. Uh, probably everybody who listens to the show already has it. So uh, just as a little thing there. Um, I also was hearing about, so I kind of wanted to mention it, is Halo games are getting a number of updates. Uh, the one that I just really wanted to touch on was Master Chief Collection. You know, the one that we thought was dead with all the errors and issues. They are going out and making some updates to that. I th- think it's coming sometime next year. Um, but any of you Halo fans, there's a number and of things. It's, coming to, it's also coming to PC. That's a rumor. That is a rumor. Yep. There's box art that said that it's on uh, on Windows 10 and, and uh, Windows 10 PC. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. So for the Master Chief Collection, yeah. Cool. But yeah, Halo Two, uh, Halo, you know, Halo Wars Two is getting crossplay between Xbox One and uh, and PC. Some updates to Halo Five. I mean, there's just a number of things, and they got their esports stuff going. But the big one was uh, the Master Chief Collection. It's getting getting, I think, some fixes, which is good. Um, but you're up, Mark. You put something here. Oh, am I? Yep. Let me let me get over to that page. Uh oh, it's going to make noise. It's <laughs> oh. going to play something. Mute tab. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 all over that. I'm not uh, not like you. <laughs> Just kidding. I stopped it. Uh, <laughs> huh? I muted it. I muted my tab. Yep, me too. Um. So yeah, Activision. <laughs> so speaking of money, in for the the play to win and stuff, but Activision. There was a story that came out about Activision filing a patent for microtransaction-minded matchmaking systems. And I read this, and I I really fully don't fully understand this, but what they have patented is, and this was filed back in 2015, but it it was officially granted to the publisher October 17th, or October, yeah, 17th of this year. So that's why this is a, a story, is they actually have this patent now. But this is described as a system and method that drives microtransactions in multiplayer video games. The patent outlines a system in which players are matched together in such a way that it encourages the purchase of in-game content. So, for example, the system may match a more expert marquee player with a junior player to encourage the junior player to make game-related purchases of items possessed or used by the marquee player as the new player may wish to emulate the veteran player by purchasing the same weapons, gear, etc. they have acquired. So here's my concern. Who, who, who is Activision to say whether I want to be matched up with that marquee player? You know, it's like my concern is they're going to take a bunch of noobs and put them in with the hard people to basically get those people so frustrated that they spend money that, so that they can try to compete. Yeah. You know? That's that's my concern here. And as all these games go the multiplayer route, which we just talked about, then, I mean, the companies are going to be able to force all this type of stuff down you. They're going to have full control of the game after the fact. They can make all kinds of changes. Um, and my concern is that they're going to be forcing us to play against people that dominate us because we're new to the game. So you won't... It's like, I worry that you're not going to have a chance to play the game and rank up, you're just going to be forced in against, you You know, and it happens now. I mean, you do sometimes get ranked with higher level people, but then to sh- but for them to do it on purpose of to basically push a microtransaction at you, to me is just all sorts of wrong um, right. and just screams. Um, I, I just don't even know what it is. I don't like it. And then, and again, if when one company does it and, is successful with it, others will adopt it. So this is uh, our future. Yeah, you like, know, it, it's well. Two, two, two of my games that you know, two of the games that I have slotted to for must buy, or I was I had slotted for must buys is South Park, uh, the new South Park game, and then also Star Wars Battlefront Two. But after the beta, and I had fun during the beta, 
and then catching all the um, loot crate issues and stuff that they had to backtrack on and say, oh, no, like, you know, don't worry. Not the the big things aren't going to be under behind the paywall. And they kind of caught some crap about that. I looked at them just like, I think I'm not going to buy this on day one. I'm going to let people come back and then see about the loot crates and stuff. Because if you remember, EA got rid of uh, the uh, EA Pass or, or the, you know, the pass for that game and all content is free. Well, how are how are they planning on making that money? Well, they're they got microtransactions crammed into it. So, and these microtransactions aren't just like, oh, look at the look your look and feel of your gun, like it is in Battlefield One. These ones here are like for perks that make you better and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I did see that Activision came out and kind of said that. Yes, this patent was filed a long time ago, and it hasn't been implemented in any games. But you also made the same good point of uh, how do you how do you put it? Doesn't doesn't mean they're not going to. Yeah, they just got it approved uh, ten days ago. No, not even five days ago. Yeah. So yeah, now it'll go in. Yeah. So them coming up going, oh, it hasn't even been implemented. Well, it's because you didn't have it approved and you wanted to wait till you had the patent before you put it out there. Otherwise, others can jump on it. Yeah. Now that you have it, it's going to be there. It's the next Call of Duty. <laughs> it's next year's Call of Duty, basically. Yeah, if if not this year's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so, patch it in. Exactly. Now they, yeah. got, now they got it. You know, they know how to already do it. The systems have probably been built. They're just ready to put it in. So, again, it's all marketing. They're, they're trying to make everybody go, oh, don't worry about it. You know, it's the whole thing of trust me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what does that mean? Well, I mean, I remember when I was growing up, you know, I was taught to never trust anybody. But right. that's what these game people are doing. These companies are, oh, it's not what you think. Uh, just trust us, you know. No, it is what we think. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Rob, recap time. All right. So this week got a couple things to talk about. Uh, one thing that we got back in the E3 time frame. I don't think it was earlier than that. Uh, that was where I think um, Phil Spencer mentioned that we were going to get original Xbox titles. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. That was on E3. Not before Around that time, yeah. So there's a couple of titles that have leaked onto the compatibility list. And they are, let's see, where was it? Blood Rain 2, Crimson Skies, Dead to Rights, Fusion Frenzy, Grabbed by the Ghoulies, Neo Wave, The Kingdom of Fighters, Ninja Gaiden Black, Pirates, Prince of Persia, Psychonauts and Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Ooh. So, what was that? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11, 11 games. Um, and it looks like they're just adding him into the compatibility, compatibility list. Can't talk tonight. Yeah. The Pirates, I actually bought that on um, my Xbox 360. And something mm-hmm. happened to where it broke and you couldn't play it anymore. So oh, I'm wondering okay. I'm wondering if I'm, I'll be able to play it again. Because I always I remember Pirates and, and I love that game. That game was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know Crimson Skies is like the one that jumps out at me like everybody's yeah. been waiting for. So. Dead to Rights is another one. Prince of Persia. Ninja Gaiden Black is another one I hear people talk about. So. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. I don't see Hunter the Reckoning on the list, so I'm not interested. Yet. <laughs> Yet. Yet. There's still you know, time. Yeah, but the problem's going to be if these developers even exist anymore. That's why you won't see as many uh, original Xbox games in the back compatible, because if the developers don't even exist anymore, or you know, no one owns the rights to that, so to speak, there's nowhere for Microsoft to go to to, to get the approval to put it on there. You know, because some of these some of these people have gone belly up, but they that company, if you will, still owns the rights to the IP. So Microsoft can't just go and make it compatible without the approval. And if that company doesn't exist, then they can't do it. 
So I, that's what I'm worried about, like some of the stuff that I would like to see. So Yeah. I wonder if they're going to start doing um, like every month you get an Xbox title, a 360, this is with gold, games with gold. You get uh, Xbox One title, a 360 title, and an original title. That would be kind of neat. That'd be nice. Yeah. We'll see. Or may- maybe they'll put them into the Game Pass to promote yeah, that. Maybe. But, yeah, I'd say that'd be probably the best bet, first place to put it. It's all in the Game Pass. So if they do come out with, let's say, um, Pirates here, mm-hmm. what would you expect to pay for it? I'm just uh, curious. I'm hoping mine works already. <laughs> so nothing for me. <laughs> um, well, back then they didn't have... The digital titles. Yeah. Mine's digital. Oh, okay. I bought this it early, what... early 360. Yeah, yeah. And okay. and something happened in the 360 era where okay. I could not play it anymore. Like it that whatever they did broke some stuff. I forget what mm-hmm. it was. Um But I don't know. If you if you're gonna buy it on a four ninety nine, you know. I, I would say no more than that. No more than ten bucks, probably. Nope, no more than five. <laughs> yeah, it's these are old, old games that people are gonna pay. You know, you've made your money, so you know, there's it's all of it is free money essentially, if you will. It's all bonus money for them. There's I can't see you paying charging people more than five bucks. You know, it's it's more for nostalgia, and that's it. Because these no. games aren't going to look great. <laughs> They're going to look like original Xbox games. Okay. Um, here, moving on. There's a new advertising campaign for the Xbox One X. They've released a couple of the, I'll call them commercials, or ads on their on the Xbox YouTube channel. So you might want to check that out. They're, they're interesting. They're interesting. Uh Brazilians get a free month of Game Pass if they donate blood. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. <laughs> okay. Give some blood, get some orange juice, a cookie, <laughs> and a month of Game Pass. There you go. But uh, yeah, if you if they donate their or I'm sorry, if they donate the blood and then upload their blood donation certificate online. They get they can get a code for a free month of Game Pass. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. I remember Roy. I remember Roy said Myers Pirates wouldn't work. Is it what? was a what? it was a downloadable game and it's when I put a non authorized or non whatever hard drive. Oh non Microsoft hard drive on my 360 at the time okay so they wouldn't play they wouldn't play those games so but it was a downloadable version all right okay cool so uh community maybe i can flip my scenes here uh if you go to this xboxlife.com and you can go slash twitter which will take you to our twitter account or this xboxlife.com slash Facebook will take you to our Facebook account. Um, those are the easy, you know, Facebook is, is a closed group, but that's where we chat a lot. Twitter, of course, you can follow along or tweet us. Uh, but if you go to this xboxlife.com and up in the top, you get the uh, contact button. If you click that, you can fill out a form and send us an email. You can also send us a voicemail on the right-hand side by clicking send voicemail. Uh, we will read and play those on the show live. Um, or if you just want to email us directly without going through our site, that is contact at this xboxlife.com, where you can also send us MP3 recordings of yourself, and we will play those as well. So uh, we do not have anything this week from any of the areas, and I already kind of read my uh, Facebook thing. Um, so was there did somebody post something, a question or something like that on Facebook? I can't remember. If it was to our group or not. I thought somebody had a question. Um, somebody know, did have a question. I know um, Don Don has a drifting controller issue again. Um, 
No, you're you're right. Someone did, um, but it was kind of odd. I think it was like, how do I play multiplayer games or something? It was it was kind of a weird message. Kind of made me think that it might have been fake. I don't know. Mm. Um, just the way the question was posed. Um, I'll have to see if I can find that. Yeah, there's some discussion about. Um, there's the discussion about the download of the 4K assets. I saw that was kind of a one going around. Um. Yeah, so the, the I was looking up on that. So I know, Rob, you brought that up, I think, a week or two ago, and both Rob and I have noticed that we don't see any yeah. 4K. You know, when you go into your games and apps and you go into games and you filter it by Xbox One X Enhanced Games, like, I see nothing, even though I have, like, Gears of War 4, yeah, Tomb Raider, which I know we're all getting assets. I went into the official Microsoft forums, and the answer I got back was that that it's just they haven't been released yet. Um, so we, we probably will start seeing stuff here, I would imagine, within the next week or so, you know, because November 7th is uh, not too far away. So you might start seeing that appear. Also, there is a way to supposedly tell by looking at... I can't remember exactly what it was. I went and looked at it. It was a bunch of gobbledygook. But there's a way you can almost like read the like about page, if you will, of the game. And it gives you the version of the game you have installed. And there's a way to tell if it's an Xbox One X enhanced version. But um, it should show up once they start pushing those out. So supposedly they're not out yet. So I think I think and I did think I did see someone say they had one but they were in the alpha program. So Rob, you might see it now if it's a game that you actually have. Um, but yeah, I looked earlier today. I still didn't have anything. Okay. All right. Um, as far as Don's uh, drifting controller issue, that's where if you have a, uh, like a regular, um, I haven't seen the issue much on like the newer, uh, the newer Xbox one controller. So I don't know if it's one of those or not. Um, but if you're out of warranty, you know, through the manufacturer, you know, they're not going to replace it. You got to go buy another. Um, I will say that, um, just as a reminder, if you, I bought my Xbox one original, uh, through Amazon and did their, um, what extra three years or two year plan or whatever. So what they do is they basically, whatever you paid for it, I think at the time it was three ninety nine when I bought it. Um, so they basically say, okay, you have a bucket of $399 to replace your entire Xbox if something happens to it. Um, and you know, of course, as time goes on Xbox one S, I mean, to buy a brand new Xbox one S, it's like $249 now. So I called them and they let you do a one-time controller replacement. You just buy the controller and send the receipt to them. Uh, that's how I got my elite controller because, 149 control 149 controller i had a bucket of 400 dollars. so even with the 149 controller when they reimbursed me i still have enough to buy a brand new replacement xbox one s if something happens to my xbox one um so that's how i got mine so i don't know if you have any of the extended warranties but if you have the one that goes through amazon i can't think of the uh warranting square trade square trade warranty um that's what I did with theirs, and Square Trade will let you do a one-time controller um, replacement. So that's all I got for that. But all right, what's next? What's coming up to release? Oh, real, real quick, I found oh, yeah. a post. Yep, and it, I guess it was originally in a different language because I see Mojo Red. He wrote back and. I'm, I'm guessing from what he said, because it's an, he wrote in a different language, I'm believing he's saying this group is USA English. Because um, it says, Este grupo so USA Ingles. So, I'm assuming he's telling the guy this is a US English group. So that's why he doesn't have any answers here. But in the English translation, supposedly says, Guys, how can I play on Xbox 360 online? So, I mean... <laughs> I kind of took this as like not a real question. I mean, uh, it, it it just seems like really like Xbox 360. You're asking on that and how to play it online. I mean, it just you know, uh, yeah. 
pl- plug it into the internet and pay for Xbox Live Gold. I, yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. And to me, it was like such an obvious answer that I didn't, I just didn't even reply to the comment, yeah. you know, the question. So I'm assuming maybe if he originally was writing in a different language, maybe the translation is wrong. So right. Bruno, if you're listening to us, um, and you, you, you know, if you can, if you meant something else, I'm, I'm not trying to insult you. It's just, that's how it came across me. It's like, I just didn't get it. It seemed like such an obvious answer, but, um, you know, maybe, maybe you meant something else. So, you know, if you can type your question up in English, um, we'll try to help you out if it's something beyond that. But, um, also, uh, you know, check, us what support.xbox.com. Yeah. Uh, they probably have a forum in your native language, especially if it's Spanish. I'm pretty sure they have a Spanish forum. They have several different ones. Um, and people can help you out there as well. So. Now, Rob, it's your turn. Okay. All right. Releases for the week of October 23rd through the 29th. We have on October 24th, Just Dance 2018, Rapala Fishing Pro Series, Deer Hunter Reloaded, We Sing Pop Rugby 18, Slay Away Camp Butcher's Cut, The Mummy Demastered. On the 25th, we have AER Memories of Old Numantia. And then the two big releases for this week, both on Friday, October 27th, Assassin's Creed Origins and Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, both on the 27th. So it's going to be a busy gaming week for a lot of people. Yep. Weekend. Weekend. Yeah. Rather. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're in the season. Yes. Here we go. We are rolling. And then before you know it, it's going to be Xbox One X time. Okay. Then the Games with Gold just recently changed over for Xbox One. We have uh, Gone Home. Still going for a little bit longer until the 31st. And brand new, I think it was last week, the Turing Test. On Xbox 360, the new title is Medal of Honor Airborne. And then lastly, if you get this podcast on the Apple iTunes store, please go and find the show on there. Give us a five-star review if you could. The more five-star reviews that we get, the more of a chance of being a featured show on there, I guess, for us. And um, and we would really appreciate it. It's a great way to support the show. And uh, I don't have anything else. How about you guys? Mm, nope, not for me. Nope. I'm good. Yep. We will be uh, back next week. So, uh, well, with I that, will I'm... say this. Mm-hmm. I will say this real quick. Sorry. Yep. I said I didn't have anything, but I will. I do have something. We are two episodes. We got two more weeks of shows. And then two days after that second show, the Xbox One X will be available. Yep. Yep. Two more shows, and it'll be in the mail. <laughs> cool. All right. And we'll see who actually gets it on release day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever. We'll see. I, no, I'm I'm fully expecting not to. <laughs> did you go through Amazon? No, I went through the Microsoft store. Uh, yeah, you might not. I don't know what their policy is. Yeah, I, I ordered mine on Amazon, and um, I think when I looked the other day, it doesn't even show a release date, like or doesn't show an expected ship date. So. And I know Brink posted in our group about it saying he's not even, I guess he called them and his isn't even expected to arrive to like the 14th or something. Oh, wow. So I, according to him, and again, this, take it as you want. We don't have any facts on this. This is just going based off his conversation with, um, with Amazon customer service. But according to him, Amazon somehow sold more than they had allotted to them. So, my question is, if if that is the case, 
and a lot of people like myself ordered the Scorpio edition and they sold more of those than they are actually going to get. Are they just going to send us the quote vanilla version? And will we see any kind of, you know, apology from Amazon, you know, uh, in a way of maybe a few bucks or something like that? Do you, and so that's a quick question I guess I had. I, I totally forgot about this. Do you guys think that if that if that's true and they've oversold more than they have, do they owe us something because we didn't get what we ordered? Te- te- technically, you know what I mean? It's like we're st- even if they send you a vanilla Xbox One X, it's not what I ordered. I ordered the Scorpio edition. So yeah, you're and to me, you're entitled to some sort of reimbursement if what you ordered they said they had and did not and cannot fulfill their order. That's what I think. I don't know what I'm entitled to, but <laughs> yeah, because there's no way for them to say, "Oh, well, let us get you the correct one." There's only so many made. Amazon only got so many. GameStop only got so many. There's there's no way to say, "Oh, let's get you a different one." Right. They're, they're just not available. So, yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens. So, I'm kind of curious if I actually get my Scorpio edition. So, and that that's from every retailer. You know, that I'm, so I'm not singling Amazon out necessarily. It was just a, state, a comment, a uh, story on our Facebook page. So, um, but if other retailers oversold, they're going to be in the same problem. And then their customers are going to probably demand something. So, We'll see about it. We won't make a, a new story out of it until it is one. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. All right. That's all I got. Sorry. Cool. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so, yes, again, thank you guys for, for coming out and listening, and uh, we will catch you next week. So I'm Brun BJ Swick 33 I'm Rob, also known as Priestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off.